Hi guys, welcome to the Cure Radio Show. We're about to begin, and today we have a special co-host, Michelle, joining us. So we'll start with a little prayer. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful, and kindle in them the fire of your love. Send forth your spirit, and they shall be created, and you will renew the face of the earth. O God, you taught the hearts of your faithful by the light of the Holy Spirit. Grant that by the gift of the same Spirit, we may be truly wise and rejoice in his consolation. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Father, Ghost. Okay, now the show can begin. <laughs> I can say it. Yeah, it's going to start. And what is going to be the show about? Well, we're going to talk about uh, values, values that have been lost, indoctrination, how we've been misled, and how some of us have been affected in a negative way by just the wrong ideas, and how we love the principles of Martin Luther King. And we're going to learn some real American history that may not have been mentioned so much these days. And so Michelle's going to say hi. Hi. Like a small boat on the ocean Sending big waves into motion Like how a single word can make a heart open I might only have one match, but I can make an explosion Amy Cabo. Life can bring many difficult situations, domestic violence, addictions, poverty, and even sexual abuse by your loved ones. Welcome, Amy Cabo and The Cure. Good afternoon and welcome to The Cure Radio Show. I'm your host, Amy Cabo. And I'm your co-host, Michelle Nicola. And our partner, amazingly, Boris. Your partner. Hello. I'm the kid. Our show is available on your radio, also live through our app, The Cure, for any smartphone, throughout social media, and our website, GodIsTheCure.com. We broadcast live from Miami through satellite, available in 25 radios throughout 11 states, and on Sirius XM Channel 131, also live on social media, and after the show, any podcast player. Thank you guys for... Three million people monthly on Facebook. It is crazy. I mean, I've seen that on many celebrities, but like your mom having that, that's crazy. I'm just saying that right now. So thank you guys. 
and thank God. This show was created to expose the truth, educate, and provide comfort. We provide testimonials to let people know they're not alone, and the testimony in this show started with me. We also have experts and inspirational speakers. God was the only cure for me, hence the cure, and we hope to be there for each other. Life is challenging, but know this, there is a God who is omnipotent and happens to be our Father, So there's, and loves us greatly. So there's always hope. The song we played earlier was Fight Song by Rachel Platten. Platten. Little do we know what a difference each one can make. With courage and belief in God, the world is ours to take. Sharing God's love, we are healed and go the right way. Truth allows us to be the hunter instead of the prey. Fishers of men, when following Christ, gives us a voice. Having fight left and perception of things are a choice. The Holy Spirit makes a big wave with power turned on. Explosion of strength proving evil oppression is gone. Accepting God's will, having his reasons, he is the light. Taking a stand, reclaiming our life, he makes it all right. No longer fooled, committing to God, dismissing all fear works out for the good, all who he loves, he is so dear. With faith, evil has little effect and no longer asleep, but subject to God's law, not slaves to sin or a sheep. Burning our souls, Christ in our hearts, is what is real. God's plan includes the knowledge he wants to reveal. We will discuss real American history, critical race theory, and the, indo the indoctrination we're all subject to and how to prepare for the future, including the principles of Martin Luther King and Values Forgotten that have affected most of the minority community, mostly the minority community, with our very special guest, Nina May. Nina is a writer, movie producer, and director with Renaissance Movie Productions, known for Life Tuned, the Daily Bread, and Emancipation, Revelation, and Revolution. Naina, welcome to The Cure. Super excited to have you with us. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Naina, there's a lot of talk these days about how America was found. Can you tell us the truth? About how America was founded, you said? Yes, the real history. Oh. Not what they oh, pretend well, it to history. be. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, basically, to, to just sort of summarize, it was basically um, liberty and freedom versus oppression. The, uh, the, the king, King George, was the colonist, and they said, we don't want this anymore. We want to have a destiny that God designed and created for us and for this nation. And uh, they fought a war and won. But basically, it's one of the only nations in the world that has been established with a covenant between the men and God. And um, I think that's why America is so special and has been so special in the world, bringing freedom and justice to so many people and liberating so many others. Right. The idea that we're all created equal or that we all bleed the same. We all have the same blood. That God loves us all equally. 
and we're all special right. to him and it doesn't matter where we came from or how we look or what it seems like or what we've been through we're all loved and so then critical race theory is introduced and that gives us a whole different idea how how does that differ from what is true oh back to what you said about um, us all being the same we're all made in god's image which means that god has many facets that we need to embrace and not say that we're the only facet that god represents so i, th I think that's a very valid point that you're making Oh, critical race theory is, ironically, exactly the same thing that our founders went through. It is a battle of liberty versus oppression. The people, the party that are in, in charge now, are exactly the same party that fought a civil war, divided the nation on this issue of liberty versus freedom. They wanted to keep the slaves on the plantation. The Union soldiers, the Republican Party, wanted to liberate them and free them. The Democratic Party opposed the, the 13th, 14th, 15th Amendments unanimously. They founded the KKK. They instituted Jim Crow, Jim Crow laws. So they're doing exactly the same thing through critical race theory that they did 160 years ago. They have re-erected, re-resurrected, re-erected the plantation. They're trying to make slaves of everyone through the, the um, policies of socialism and communism. They are dehumanizing people. They're relegating people that have the wrong skin color, in their opinion, to a type of ghetto. We've seen this before. That was their playbook 160 years ago. Again, that's why they fought a war to divide this nation so they could keep their slaves. They've not changed. It's still the same Democrat Party. And my question for blacks is, how can you possibly belong to a party that wants to enslave you the way they enslaved your ancestors? How can you belong to that party? Your party is the party of Lincoln. The party of Lincoln is the Republican Party. It was founded specifically to abolish slavery. There were nine planks in their first platform. Six dealt with equality, with equal rights, with voting rights. That was the purpose of the Republican Party. And Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln, who we all know is a great emancipator, was the very first Republican president ever elected. And within eight or 11 years of the founding of the party, a battle was won, fought and won, to free the slaves. So I want to give hope to everyone out there. It's not over. This is just beginning. People are becoming awakened by this woke <laughs> cultural um, changing mentality, what do they call it, um, some term they use. I can't. Anyway, they're trying to erase our culture and establish new culture. But we are on the winning side because we have God on our side. Right. So, it's almost there. as if life is a circle. <laughs> what happened in the past is happening again, kind of like clothes and fashion and when they bring back bell bottoms. And hopefully, I think it's that way also in the Bible. There, after the, uh, yeah. the, the crazy times comes God's justice because he is a God of justice. I truly believe in that. And I patiently wait for his will to be done. As, as we all do, those exactly. of us who have faith, nothing deters us. And thanks to God, he right. gives us the ability to have open eyes and see the truth and see what it is and what's going on. Exactly. But the, the hopeful thing is that more and more people are opening their eyes and more people are seeing what's really important. We, we still have yes. blinders with a lot of things, but got, most people have a sense of, of justice, and they 
they, they're compassion. They have compassion. They have a heart, and they want to believe that everyone's equal and everyone's loved, and that right. it's it's about right. it's about our attitude in life and our behavior not our appearance and most people can are intelligent enough to decipher that uh, as much as they want to make it seem that it's everybody's train of thought no this is the few something that happened in my school right this is why i agree with this so there was this one girl right and i didn't even know her and basically i'm just going to say a short story of it she brought a taser and uh, I was I was like one of the people who found out, so I went and called my dad, and I was like, Dad, can you please pick me up? I'm scared. Take me home, please. So he went there, and I was like, okay, my dad's here. Thank God. He's finally here. I've been waiting so long, and I'm so happy. And then... Well, we're going to go to a short break, so <laughs> we'll get back to that story when we get back, and we'll talk more about what's going on in today's yes. world. And the brainwashing around us with Nina May. Be right back with Amy Cabo and The Cure. Amy Cabo and The Cure. This show deals with suffering, the tenacity of the human spirit, and the courage to keep moving forward with the help of God. I want people to know that there's hope. I was forced into my abortion because I didn't think I had a choice. I want people to know there's choices. Well, Amy, my heart is breaking. I just want you to know that I love you and I thank God for you. Amy Cabo and The Cure. Every Saturday at 1 Eastern on The Truth Network. Feeling like a drop in the ocean That don't nobody notice Maybe it's all just in your head Feeling like you're trapped in your own skin And now your body's frozen Broken down, you've got nothing left When you're high on emotion And you're losing your focus And you feel too exhausted to pray Don't get lost in the moment Or give up when you're closest All you need is somebody to say It's okay not to feel okay Continue. Amy Cabo and The Cure. Welcome back. This is Amy Cabo. Thanks for tuning in. Remember that you can listen to the radio show live to our app The Cure with Amy Cabo or as a podcast. Just look for God is the Cure or any podcast. The song that just played was Okay Not to Be Okay by Marshmallow and Demi Lovato. And this is the message I receive. We all have moments where we don't feel okay. That's when we notice God working the most. The struggle at least counts for something. Seek the Lord of hosts, God and his ghost. He takes care of us while blind. With mercy and loving patience, 
he exalts in due time. We encounter hardship, sickness, and death. Life is a gift in the hands of a creator divine. Focus on what's good and that there's a God, instead of the few or one thing that is wrong. How we view what's going on and the world shows whether we turn weak or grow strong. Setting aside our emotions, we rest on the Lord. Humanity is limited and life can turn an illusion. Okay, if it's sad, pray anyway. With God there is hope, all possibility, what's missing, and the solution. We are talking about real American history with Nina May and indoctrination. Emancipation from the director of the documentary, Emancipation, Revelation, and Revolution. Hopefully today there's some revelation. Nina, you, what is the real division? It almost seems as if racism is being introduced into America once more, where before it was a taboo. They're segregating based on race and the color of your skin and whether you're considered the oppressor or the evil one or and so what's what is it that's dividing us because as they they say there's systemic racism and I agree there is some racism but it's not systemic and it's also almost as if they're trying to create racism against white people so wh where are we where are we going wrong well, um, people need to understand that what's happening in this country is it's a battle of good and evil. Group of people that are trying to take away our freedoms and our liberties. They do not believe that there's a God. They basically identify themselves as Marxists. And one of the first things that Marxists do when they're going to divide and take over a country is pit one group against another. Usually it's economic. Usually it's the wealthy versus the poor. But because we have such a huge middle class, the vast majority of the people in the country are in the middle class. They can't do the economic division. So the next best thing for them, and they're using um, chinks in our armor from the past to validate their argument and their discussion that we are a systemic nation, which is absolutely false. Again, going back to the Democrat Party, after they gained control, after they lost the war and they gained political control again, they were the ones that moved to segregate society. When the first blacks were liberated, first 23 blacks in the U.S. Congress were ex-slaves. They'd all been slaves, every single one of them. They were members of Congress, they were members of the Senate. Hiram Revels was the very first black senator. And I say if you want to change history, you want to alter you know, what's, what's out there, change the Russell Building to the Hiram Revels Building. You wouldn't even have to change the, the initial R. But, um, but the problem is, is that people don't know their history. They don't know who we are as a nation. They have been deceived and lied to. And again, I, I remember in the South living through that segregated society. The same Democratic Party was saying that you blacks can't go to this white church. They can't bank in the white bank. They can't stay in the white hotel. So they were the ones that caused the segregation. The rest of America said, no, we don't want this anymore. We're tired of this. We're tired of this segregated Democrat control over our nation. And that's why there were a lot of um, conservative 
Republicans that stood up and said, enough of this, we're not going to do this anymore. They unfortunately got the credit for the civil rights bill that was passed because Johnson, Lyndon Johnson, was president at that time. But Lyndon Johnson was a segregationist himself. Al Gore's father was a segregationist himself. Fulbright, who was Bill Clinton's mentor, was a segregationist. All of these Democrats were segregationists. The governors in the South were closing down the schools, the public schools, instead of integrating them with black kids. So they're going back to their roots, their roots of segregation. Surprise. But and and you see it happening in colleges where they're having different exactly. graduations for different races and they're, exactly. they're finding this okay. But God is truth, love, and unity. And like you said, we found division even with the, 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 with the COVID. We were, we were taught to be scared of one another, to be suspicious of one right. another. There was division right. in that. Uh, we've been lied to. We've, yes, we were, exactly. we've been taught to hate those that are different or that think different or that have, uh, right. have practiced, have exercised personal choice. And so it's, it's right. hitting us from every direction and every angle, which I, I think it's pretty yeah. prophetic times, uh, pretty important times. Mm -hmm. And we mm -hmm. were born for a time such yeah. as this. Um, exactly. That's right. Exactly. And it's like you said earlier, there, it is like a continuing cycle. There is nothing new under the sun, as we're hearing reading Ecclesiastes, but it's how we deal with it, how each generation deals with the, the concept of freedom versus the concept of oppression. Which side are you going to fall on? Are you going to fall on the side of, of righteousness and truth and love and joy and the fruits of the Holy Spirit? Or are you going to fall on the other side? And to dehumanize people, you're trying to segregate and trying to to um, isolate people and marginalize them because of their their views, their points, the view. We have a choice, and as long as we have this choice in this free country that we have, we have to exercise it, and we have to encourage those who are living in fear. We have to encourage those that are maybe scared to step out of of line because they don't want the reprisal that's going to be forced on them. And we just have to hold together and hang together and just believe that God has us in the palm of his hand. And this is one nation under God. We just need to keep reminding ourselves of that and reminding everyone of that. This is one. Yeah, they're trying to take out the under God part. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, even one nation. They're trying to divide the nation. They only want one nation anymore. Well, one world order. Yeah. That's from um, that's yes. a, that's an evil saying, actually. <laughs> so, yeah, that's about, exactly right. So, what do you think about pushing critical race theory on kids? How much is that really? I, I think it's awful. Because they start yeah, as young as possible from the. From the ideas of, do you really know, do, are you sure about your gender, and uh, do you know teacher, that you're an oppressor, yeah. and... <laughs> the teacher, the teachers yeah. in my old school even almost made us vote. Like, she was like, I think that the parents complained, but we were going to, like... Right, they're trying to get kids politically involved, and that shouldn't be something they're oh, thinking yeah. about. Yeah. I will continue talking about uh, right, but... uh, critical race theory. In the real America, we see United States. Call us at 1866 with your comments. We'd love to hear from you. We will be right back with Amy Cabell and the Cure.
done me and you bet I felt it I tried to beat you but you're so hot that I melted I fell right through the cracks Now I'm trying to get back Before the cool done run out I'll be giving it my best This and nothing's gonna stop me but divine intervention I reckon it's again my turn To win some or learn some But I won't it's a take no more, no more It cannot wait, I'm yours And now we will continue with Amy Cabo and The Cure. Welcome back to The Cure with Amy Cabo and Boris. We lost our co-host. She <laughs> got, went away. <laughs> but thank you for being with us. Remember, we're live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern on your radio on our app, The Cure, and the podcast, The Cure, or our website, GodIsTheCure.com. And please check Amy's latest book, Inspired by the Holy Ghost. It's a compilation of the poems that she writes based on popular songs. It's available on our website, GodIsTheCure.com, or wherever books are. That awesome song that just played was I'm Yours. By Jason Ross. And this is the message I get this time. No matter what happens, God, we owe it to you. Sorry we fall short. You're the life-given tree. With love, your divine intervention set us free. With you, we become new and all we can be. Broken families tried and tempted are now mended. Thought we had it together, so blind, but now given sight. Thanks to God, we learned what is true and do what is right. Deceived as we were, in darkness you shined a light. Inspired values and loyalty, God captured our hearts. Providing our needs and showed love more than one way. Full of mercy, always there when weak and going astray. Waiting with keen attention to those who pray and obey. We give God our all, saved from the ultimate fall. If we tumble, help us efficiently get back on our feet. We want to please you so much in all that we do. Serve forever as your slave and become and be among your elite. We are talking about the government overreach on kids school with Naina May, director of the Daily Bread TV series. Naina, before we went into break, we were talking about how they're starting as young as possible. We're, we're, we're most influenceable. And they've got not say, if you get one of my innocent children to sin, better you tie a rock around your neck and throw yourself in the water or something like that. Because nothing is more precious. He's very protective 
of his children, but they want to try to raise a generation that is indoctrinated from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, absolutely. So, and, and, uh, and it really is a sin. <laughs> we we thought it wasn't a problem, but now it's 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 everywhere. It's in private schools. It's in elementaries. It's almost in every state. It almost, it almost spread like a cancer. So we think, oh, that's not my problem. Oh, we are our brother's keeper because eventually it becomes our problem. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, that's exactly right. And it's, it's up to us to be vigilant against this encroaching evil that is trying to destroy our children. And they are our children. In spite of what uh, Terry McAuliffe says, who's running for governor in Virginia, these are our children. We have the right to impact what they're being taught in school and and reject what we think they should not be taught in school. For example, the pornography that they're teaching them. As Even if you're not a parent, you would say, that's just be doing this to children. It's just wrong. I, I so, learned that they're um, teaching first I, graders masturbation. That That's just yeah, awful. It's, it's, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's something that doesn't even occur to them otherwise. And they're very clever to use the schools right into sexual deviance. Listen, it's it's very clever to do it while they're in school where they spend most of their time and most of their day and most kids think that their teacher knows everything and they know best because that's who they spend the most time with. Right. And it's been in the past where parents were always afraid to sort of speak up or question or say anything because they didn't want their child being pointed out in school by the teachers being, oh, well, your mother came in today. Aren't you embarrassed by that? They said they would uh, ridicule them and mock them if the parents did get involved. But thank goodness now the parents are getting involved. They're pushing back the county to Loudoun County in Virginia. And we've been seeing this firsthand, right up close and personal, and I'm so proud of these parents and these teachers that are pushing back against it, too. The school boards have been riddled with these atheist, Marxist um, ideas, child molesters, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, they are child molesters. When you start telling little children that they're sexual beings and teaching them and, and, and uh, what do they call it, Pro- not programming them, but desensitizing them by using pornography, that's what predators do. Well, they're that's also desensitizing them. That's what the, they're desensitizing yeah, them to pedophilia. They're trying to make exactly. it seem that it that it's a sexual preference it's, and that it's normal. Exactly. And that's exactly. just evil. I, I, I'm sorry. It's it's just. I mean, I'm very proud of the parents, but it's not easy. It's difficult. Always doing the right thing is difficult, though. Right. Everything exactly. difficult is worth it, because even the Justice Department right. and the FBI is is in, intimidating the lives of the parents who are standing up against critical race theory and exactly. te- teaching pedophilia exactly. and pornography to our children yeah. in schools. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the one of the good things that's come out of COVID, I, I can count four things, but one of them is that it's awakened the parents to what teachers are teaching their kids in school because they have to do virtually, and the parents are walking past the computer screen. What? What did she just say? (laughs) (laughs) Because this is what you're being taught in school? Are you kidding me? Unless they instruct the kid to lock their door. My my teenage son locked his door, and I said, "Uh uh-uh, no, no, I want to (laughs) see. Yeah. No, that's exactly right. But I think the teachers, one of them were saying, 
don't let your parents see what we're looking at on the screen, okay? Oh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah, they're on to it. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But, uh, well, I, I think that, that public schools need to be challenged, and if you've got a kid in public school and you don't like the way they're being taught, just bring them home and homeschool them. Just but, homeschool. We homeschooled for a couple of years, we, and it was the most fabulous two years ever. It was amazing. We are homeschooling our daughter now, and it's the best decision that we've ever made, and that's the good oh, thing yeah. that's come out of all probably, of this. I mean, her, her daily exactly. facial infections from the mask all day long, that was a blessing in disguise. And so... Yeah. <laughs> I, I, we should implement masks at home. <laughs> so, but yeah, yeah, right. I know. I, I don't, <laughs> that was a stumbling block for me too. The math. I, I don't think any of us were counting on this. And by the way, when did we ever become afraid of getting sick? Do we not understand that death and life is God's will, and we shouldn't be afraid of that either? But right. and our immune system is a is a is a muscle that needs to be exercised. Yeah, absolutely. If you put the mask on. You're not allowing your immune system, immune system to get rid of all these viruses. It doesn't get to exercise. You're making your immune system weaker, therefore getting more exactly. sick, therefore continuing the fear mongering. Exactly right. Look how sick everybody is. Exactly. Well, that's because we're all wearing masks all the time. So, right. <laughs> anyhow, I don't think any of us were counting on this. We were not thinking that we were going to become a socialist country. For those of us who know that how, what a socialist country is 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 for. The Democrats made it mm -hmm. make it seem really nice and pretty, and they know the right words to say and what people want to yep. hear. Yep. But then, when you see the actions right. and when you see the policies, you're thinking, "Hey, this is not the America I know." No, not at all. And we've seen failure after failure after failure of socialism and communism around the world. Millions of people have been killed by these systems. They've either died of starvation or they've been murdered because they did not acquiesce to the leadership demands and the leadership's demands are you do as we tell you tell you it's and just oppression i can't believe this yeah it is but kids need to understand socialism is not social justice it's not the social network just because you have the word social in there doesn't mean it's good i've asked many kids do you think there should be a national socialist workers party and they say oh absolutely hitler it was called nazi that's what nazi stands <laughs> National Socialist Workers Party. But we're you not know, allowed to know our history. We're going to say. We've invented history. It's online. You can find anything you want if you're curious. Yeah. For those of us that do research extra on our own, and rather than just take other, words, other people's word for it. Exactly. Yeah. There are a lot of people that are still alive that lived under Nazi Germany. They were tortured. They still have, Some of them still have the tattoos on their arms. That, because they were Jewish and they were thrown into the concentration camp. So they're still alive. So find some of them and let's talk to them about what it was like living under Nazi Germany, also, living under also, socialism and communism. Also socialism and communism. I'm from Bulgaria. And that's what the police was used for the political reasons, not for... And they started, oh. with, they started with burning books, by the way, yeah. and getting rid of history yeah. and taking down the statues. Very much like what's happening. Exactly. And they will continue talking about losing our freedoms. And, uh, One of our actors. So let's stand for that. Red Call us. We'll talk about that. We will be right back with Amy Cavill and The Cure.
He's a phone call to his parents He's a Bible by the bed He's the t-shirt that I'm wearing He's a song stuck in my head He's solid and he's steady like the Allegheny he runs Where he's going and he's proud of where he's from One of the good ones He's one of the good ones I love me like he should one Like he wrote the good one The kind you find when you don't even love one Anybody can be good ones But he's good all the time He's one of the good ones And he's Nobody does it better all the way he pulls me in I've known a couple bad ones, but they all let me to him He's one of the good ones And now we will continue with Amy Cabo and The Cure Hi again, and thanks for tuning in We're live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern on your radio On our app, The Cure and on social media, look for God is the Cure. Also, as our podcast, The Cure. Yeah, The Cure. Anyway, check Amy's latest book, Inspired by the Holy Ghost. It's available in our website, godisthecure.com. It's a compilation of the poems that she writes, Christian poems based on popular songs. It's very interesting. Check it out. That song was The Good Ones by Gabby Barrett. Been through some bad ones and those who betray, but Jesus, our greatest friend, won't let us down any day. Comes all back to him, with open arms makes it okay. Good as they get, our greatest hero showed us the way. On minds often, reliant on God's warmth and direction, complete trust, not afraid or discouraged with his protection. Feeling complete with peace, there's no greater connection in constant reflection the hope gifted from his resurrection god you are the word the truth who gave us the book for your passion the greatest sacrifice is what it took that defined true love in the purest ways ever seen providing an intimacy that nothing comes in between much you achieved and proved yourself many times forever yours who's always been unchanging and true such wonders can't be otherwise understood or explained only coming from god cannot be done better than you we are continuing talking how we are losing our freedoms with nina may director of the movie daily bread who we're gaining a lot too nina one of your movies you were talking before we wanted to break daily bread it seems very timely this movie daily bread it's almost as if you you were intuitive uh, and it it's something that we can apply in today's world is it not mm -hmm. yeah it's actually a tv series 
Uh, we have, um, first season's got 12 episodes, and I think you can see behind me the, the girls of Daily Bread. In fact, the one right in the middle, uh, Gabriela Kostodinovic, is from Bulgaria. Oh. And, uh, we, yes, and so we've discovered her, and she's done a lot of things that, so we're very proud of her. She's done an amazing job. But, um, it's post-apocalyptic dramatic series. Uh, in this situation, because I love post-apocalyptic movies, and but I wanted to do one that had hope to it. Because all the ones that I see, they're just so hopeless. You're going, who would want to live after this? <laughs> That's horrible. So this solar flare knocks out electricity around the world, and these seven millennial women, who are the cast and crew of a cooking show, are stranded on a farm, and they've got to learn how to not just um, survive, but thrive. And get along and uh, they don't really like each other, don't have anything in common, except when the cameras are running, suddenly they, they're like a well-oiled machine. They work very well together. The minute the cameras are off, they go back to fighting each other and, you know, just ugh, not liking each other at all. So now they're forced to, with electricity off, they've got to learn how to work together. They've got to learn how to support and encourage each other. And um, they all have a very specific personality. When I wrote the script, I took eight characteristics of one person and I created eight character characters that um, exemplify those characteristics. And so you've got everyone named for NORAD. She's my warrior. Um, tells, tells them over and over and over again, they've got to be prepared for the worst. They've got to learn how to defend themselves, protect themselves. Uh, they've got to learn how to work together to you know, to fight against any kind of encroaching group that would try and take what they have. Um, the opposite of Nora is her sister Sophie, and she's um, the, the philosopher. She's the narrator also, and she is what I call sloppy agape. Oh, Jesus loves you. It's wonderful. Isn't it great? But she doesn't really understand the need to, you know, get in there and defend herself, but she will do what Nora says to do. And on and on and on. You, Tiffany so basically, the, it portrays it portrays show. the values that are needed to survive efficiently. Exactly. To survive. And, exactly. And, and, and what matters and most, stronger. and what we should put yeah. for for example, yeah. we we weren't prepared for COVID, and it wasn't no, as devastating no. as it was it was portrayed. What was more devastating is how they taught us uh, taught us to fear each other and hate and hate each other. Right. And exactly. and how exactly. they banned smiles. <laughs> I think smiles right. are super yeah, important. Exactly. Very infectious. But so yeah. then, as in yeah. as in your series, are we prepared for for maybe a bigger or a real global disaster? I yeah, I think we can clearly see it coming. I mean, with the economy the way it is, it's really funny. It's a dichotomy because the stock market's going crazy, but. Uh, inflation is off the charts now. The gas is up 50% in some areas where it was a year ago. Uh, food is increasing in value. There's no, they've cut off the supply of oil to the United States, which means we've got to now get it overseas, but you've got all the, the um, ships, the container ships that are blocked off the port. It's literally the handwriting is on the wall that things are going to start getting bad. I'm not suggesting that people hoard or anything. You don't want to do that. But ready. I think you need to have one eye open to what's happening around you. And our series, we produced a series four years ago. So it's been on all the platforms. You can find it on, you know, like Netflix and uh, probably Amazon and um, 
everyone, Hulu, Voodoo, Roku, you know, all of those. But it does talk about if you were a prepper, how would you do that? And when I wrote the script, I didn't know anything about prepping. I just used common sense that if the electricity was to go out, we didn't have anything, no way that we knew it was going to come back on, what would I do? How would I react? How would people react? And ironically, it's pretty much in line with what preppers do, (laughs) which I had no idea. So I learned a lot in writing it, and I think people, when they watch it, they'll learn a lot about the prepping. One of our characters has to make it from D.C. to the southern border of, of Virginia, 300 miles on a bicycle, and because she had always worked out and she was in shape and she had her little Peloton, big deal. She just got on her bike and rode 300 miles. So if times are concerning and uncertain, wouldn't it be wise just to have a good relationship with God? Because even if you're not in the know, God will direct you. He will get you to do the right thing. He will give you the right ideas. He will show you the way, even if if you don't know. And, And this is the time, I think, that it's important to take God seriously. So, in the yeah, last that's minute, the we have in daily bread. Nice. And so, one last minute, you have any suggestion for our listeners? Well, I think what you just said is important that God is with us, God sees what our needs are. We have to look to the light and not the darkness for our answers. And there is a division in the nation, and it's not just left or right or Democrat, Republican. It truly is good versus evil. Yes. And we have to be on the side of good. We have to be on God's side on this. And well, he's good putting does the win. body of Christ through this. Evil can seem overwhelming, but good that always wins. We, we have a victory in Jesus already. We need to he already that won. We That's need to just work it. together as the body of Christ. Yes. yes. We have won. Exactly. We have a champion already. So... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Nina, we've, we've, we've actually come to the end of the show. And it's wonderful. We've made it on time, and we've really enjoyed having you. You are a great oh, well, information, and, and it's great what you're doing. And I look forward to watching those series. Thank you, Nina, for being with us. You bet. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bless y'all. Bless you. Thank you. You too. More information on Nina can be found on our website, com under radio show and guests. So we finish with a prayer. Prayers for Freedom Dear Father God, we live in a world where injustice is rife, freedoms are rapidly being removed, and persecution of believers is on the increase. I come to you, Father, to lay before you all the men and women who have had their freedom removed. Each one is precious in your sight, for each one is a blood-bought child of yours. Be with all who are suffering injustice and loss of their freedoms, whether through government restrictions or groups that are intent on harming them, and give wisdom to the men and ministries that are seeking to support those who have been affected in this way. Lord, I know that only when Jesus returns will true justice be restored and true freedom be established. Keep each one of your children under the protection of your wing, and may all who trust in Christ find their rest in him. Know that he is able and willing to support in time of need and to help in time of trouble. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you to the wonderful people that work with us for having us on air. 
And please check out Robbie Dilmer's show, Kingdom Pursued, at 11 a.m. Or as a podcast. Pretty funny guy who's really smart, awesome topics and guests. This is Amy Cabo. You have been listening to The Cure. And also, please check our podcast. It's very interesting. It's all the previous shows. As a video podcast as well. It's called The Cure, obviously, with Amy Cabo. You can just check for The Cure and it will pop up. Or God is The Cure. Also, our app, The Cure. Our website, GodIsTheCure.com. God is The Cure is also a Facebook page where I post all the radios, my lives, and my poems. Well, Daily poems, readings and psalms and some thoughts. Her poems are very inspiring to me and a lot of people. Check check the book. It's a volume one. We started with one volume. It's called Inspired by the Holy Ghost. Thank you to all our listeners for being with us. And until next Saturday, much love. Always give it your best. Be as kind as possible to yourself and everyone. Be true in every situation. Keep your values. But most importantly, keep the faith. Next show, we're going to talk about uh, how to battle our negative thoughts with Rob White. Think positive. Yeah, that's how. And also pray. Praying helps. It's the best weapon. Thank you for listening to The Cure with Amy Cabo. For more information or to get Amy's book, Love is the Answer, God is the Cure, or to listen to the previous shows, visit... GodIsTheCure.com